Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the 10th day of December. I am Paul White, and I am so happy to have you with me today. This is a Friday. We're heading into the second weekend of December. Uh, I want to announce that next weekend I'll be in Chapin, South Carolina, one week from tonight at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time, and then we'll be at uh, our Flowery Branch monthly meeting, TBD. We do not... We do not yet know exactly what time we're starting. Sometimes that time floats depending on the usage of our venue and uh, when our regular crowd can make it in. We try to be pretty accommodating. Uh, And so I'll I'll have that up on the website. I think by the time this actually airs for you, that'll be on our website. So if you are in the Flowery Branch, Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia area, the weekend before Christmas, and you want to come to our monthly meeting, just go to paulwhiteministries.com. Click on the schedule, go down, It'll just click on the date, it'll give you the correct time. It'll be the time that we have landed on. It's always in the afternoon sometime on Sundays. Uh, and so, love to see you there. That's next weekend. And then, of course, Christmas, and then, of course, New Year's. we got all kinds of stuff coming up. All of our lives are hectic and insane, and everyone's running, hustling, and bustling. I hope you'll take a second here. Just give me five, six minutes today. Let's relax together. Enjoy the goodness of our God. Let's take a look into the scriptures and see if we can find something that brings peace to our soul. That's not hard to do because everywhere we look, if we look even, sometimes we don't have to look very far, boom, there's Jesus. Sometimes we just got to look into the shadows and find him, uncover things. But as we find him, peace floods our soul. That had to be how Abraham felt in this moment of the story. In Genesis 15, he has fallen asleep under a sort of a cloud of terror and great darkness, or at least it seems that he must be asleep. Um, And then he starts to hear a conversation, which leads us to believe, because in verse 12, a deep sleep falls. Verse 13, God says to Abram, no certainty, certainly that your descendants will be strangers in a land that is not theirs and will serve them and they will afflict them 400 years. So God's talking to someone who's asleep, which is sort of the way of saying this happens in a dream. But it's a powerful kind of dream to the point that Abram's going to be able to sort of hang his hat on what happens in this moment. And we can also assume, I I really kind of take this to be a vision, that what Abram sees play out in front of him is going to be what he places his rest in and his faith in. Because we won't get to this today, but hopefully we'll get to it this weekend on the podcast. But where this is heading is that he's going to watch God fulfill the covenant, which is not the way covenant works. Covenant's supposed to be between two parties, but he's going to watch God do the covenantal ceremony by himself. Abraham's sole contribution was the faith to actually split the animals in half and lay them down. Then as he starts to get his hands in it, keep the birds off the meat, God puts him asleep, shows up and gives him this vision. And so the conversation that happens is worth a couple of podcasts because there's something I think pretty remarkable. The thing that jumps at me in that 13th verse is that God tells Abram, your descendants are going to be strangers in a land that's not theirs, and they're going to serve them, and they're going to afflict them 400 years. This is a prophecy of Israel going down into the slavery of Egypt. And when you read things like this, you have to say, well, either God causes Joseph's brothers to come down to sell him so he can go down into Egypt. 
or God just reads into the future that Joseph's brothers will sell him because if Joseph's brothers don't sell him, maybe we don't have the whole Egyptian slavery story. But what we do know, however you read it, you go, well, God made it happen or God knew it would happen. The destiny of the earth is to be full of the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. Okay, that's where we know this is going. And the glory of the Lord is God's goodness. That's what God will tell Moses. My glory is my goodness. And God's goodness is full of mercy and compassion. Having mercy on whom he will, he says. And when you get to Jesus, Jesus lives it out. He is the embodiment of the goodness of God. By the way, there's no badness of God. And what does Jesus do? He loves the marginalized. Read, if you don't think so, read the Beatitudes. Try to figure out who's blissful. Blessed are the, blessed is a Greek for blissful. Blissful are the, and then look at all those marginalized and oppressed and downtrodden and low end of the totem pole people. They're the blissful. Why? That's who he came for. Now, rewind. If that's where Jesus is, and that's what Jesus is, and what Jesus does, he has to, he, in order to understand the stranger, it helps to have been a stranger. And we get lost sometimes in this and they go, okay, well, that was Jesus. Jesus was marginalized. Jesus was rejected so that he would know what it meant to be rejected. We're not wrong, but we're also not entirely right. We didn't have to wait till Jesus for the people of God to know what it meant to be a stranger. The Egyptian slavery experience was to equip Israel to know what it meant to be under someone's boot. And the lesson was not... I'm going to let you be under boots so that you're never under boots again. It's, I'm going to let you be under boots so that you're never the boot. So God tells Abram, your descendants are going into slavery. And you read that and go, why they got to go into slavery? Because the slave and the stranger and the marginalized are the ultimate destination of the gospel. And how will you know how they feel if you haven't been in their shoes? So yes, we are correct when we say Jesus faced all of that. But we're only halfway correct because Israel faced all of that. And the great breach of the law under the Old Covenant was not individual sins. The great breach of the law under the Old Covenant was Israel not taking care of the neighbor. And how could you not take care of the neighbor You used to be the one needing taken care of. So again, let me say it the way we said it a moment ago. God speaks and deals. Let me scratch that. Let me say it better. Israel goes into the slavery experience so that they'll know what it feels like to have the boot on their neck. But they do not take that experience so that they can be the boot. They take that experience so that they can love and help people who have the boot on their neck. And that's Jesus in all of his glory. And there's that prophecy that they're going to be afflicted 400 years. And God promises the nation whom they serve, I will judge. And then they're going to come out with great possessions. And we see that play out in the Exodus story. All right, more because we're getting to that great moment where God himself passes between the pieces. It's covenant and it's coming. 
Tomorrow we'll, we'll get a little closer, start working on that. We'll also introduce the Sunday drop from our podcast and our website. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day. God bless.